The title of this Bizzlecast quickie, I think, if I have the guts, is Margot Robbie, Have You Lost Your Damn Mind? The Bizzle! I'm called the Jesse James. Jesse, a.k.a. The Bizzle. Oh, The Bizzle, thank you. <laughs> the Bizzle? Thank you, The Bizzle. Yeah. The Bizzle. Ladies and gentlemen of the Bizzlecast, I'm here, The Bizzle, talking about something I wish I did not have to talk about. It's not that I'm here against my will, because I always love being here with you people. And yes, getting my opinions across, and I do plenty of backpatting, as you guys know, mostly in self-jest, but I do love making predictions and seeing how they play out. But I'm also happy to eat crow when predictions I make are wrong, like Rogue One sucking, and I'm completely wrong, and it ends up being much better. Um, Or even something like the Justice League, which I like more than most, where I was pleasantly surprised. Even with characters you know, like Henry Cavill and Superman, um, even small things, liking Stephen Strange more over time, getting more into Spider-Man after in my entire comic book's life, comic book's life, comics book life, I've never really been into Spider-Man, Tom Holland, Spider-Verse, everything, great. So I'm happy to come on here and admit my wrongdoing, at least as much as my correct uh, predictions. Especially because it's more interesting, because when I'm totally right, like with the Elizabeth Olsen as a Scarlet Witch, it's great for me, you know, I mean, it makes me look good, more so I'm thrilled that it's happening, but I'm not surprised, and so there's not actually a lot for me to say, especially until we get, you know, the Wanda properties, and, and she's as great and amazing as I think she is and will be, as Elizabeth Olsen and the Scarlet Witch, but when I'm wrong... The various degrees and reasons which I'm wrong are actually much more interesting. But usually, like I said, it's normally I make a prediction of doom or something's not going to work out. It ends up working out great. I thought Batman was dead after Ben Affleck and the BVS disaster. But they got Robert Pattinson, who me and my contributors are very high on as the new Batman. as a great casting choice. I was, you know... If you listen to the podcast, I was not excited about Brie Larson as Carol Danvers, even though Carol Danvers was sort of one of the only sort of teenage Marvel comics that I read and really liked Captain Marvel. I just didn't like the casting, or I thought I had better casting, and I didn't like the Captain Marvel movie, but I continue to really like Brie Larson in the movie and in the Avengers movies, and I'm very excited for Captain Marvel, the character, and the movies, and the crossover team-up stuff going forward. I was thrilled to be wrong about that, and while I want Carol to get better writing, we have our Captain Marvel, and I am absolutely thrilled, thrilled that that is the case, and again... My skepticism about Brie Larson was not only unfounded, but was the opposite of the truth, which is she was and is the perfect casting. And any problems with the character or the movies is about the writers and the producers. You know I'm a director's guy, but especially an actor's guy. Um, and so I'm going to blame the writers, but especially the producers and the executive producers when things aren't going right with great actors cast in great characters. But how can we have great actors cast in great characters when we don't have great actors or great characters? And specifically, we make a team-up movie like The Birds of Prey, which specifically is a Batgirl team, normally by Barbara Gordon at the lead, or Oracle, which is Barbara Gordon, or some Batgirl. And here I am today, on like the seventh podcast in the last three weeks, where I have to bring up this fucking issue, because fucking DC Comics released a four-panel 
uh, uh, artwork of the Birds of Prey movie for the first time to announce their appearance at New York City Comic Con, which is not that important, guys. Sorry. Um, and New York City Con, I mean, you think it's New York, but uh, there's a ton of cities other than just San Diego. Way more important than New York. It's still cool. They're having a cosplay meetup, okay? So they're promoting these young characters, along with Harley Quinn, with Margot Robbie, who I'm about to get back to. They're promoting these young characters as the birds of prey. And as I've talked about, the casting of Mary Elizabeth Winstead, a very talented young 30s actress who has been in a lot of indie stuff and all sorts of genre materials, but still, I think, has the best stuff ahead of her as Huntress. It's badass, but complicated, cool, and sexy, but non-traditional. Great. The casting of Journey Smollett-Bell, who's won all sorts of prestigious awards while being in tons of films, especially, I want to emphasize, a a young black actress like Journey Smollett-Bell has been in lots of movies, not just because she's black, but because she's a great young actress who's in the movies... And as I keep saying, I cast an unknown Asian girl to play Cassandra Kane, who most people have never heard of and would never associate with Batgirl. If they've heard of Batgirl, they're thinking of Barbara Gordon. But on top of that, first of all, let me finish the four panels. So one of the panels is, of course, the, I would say, insanely titled, um, but... It's such a horrible long title that I don't want to even give the notion that insanity implies creativity or smartness. Birds of Prey, colon, and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. So it's already a Birds of Prey movie about Harley. It's always about Harley now. Margot Robbie. And the title of this Bizzlecast Quickie, I think, if I have the guts, is Margot Robbie, Have You Lost Your Damn Mind? So... After a great poster with Black Canary, a great poster with Huntress, I've loved both both castings, I've talked about it, but Barbara Gordon is already the victim in the movie, they have to save, a, no sorry, it's not even Barbara Gordon, they have to save a 16 or 13 year old Cassandra Kane from the Black Mask for no particular reason, even though Batgirl is normally, if not the oldest, the most mature and smartest and clear leader of the Birds of Prey. It's like having the Avengers without Tony Stark and Captain America. I love those other characters. But without Tony Stark and Captain America, you don't have the Avengers, as we've seen them so far. And yes, they're going to get replaced by people like Carol Danvers and T'Challa and Spider-Man and so forth. That's great. They're building up those characters. But guys, if you're not a DC fan, or even if you are a DC Comics fan, you might not know that Barbara Gordon... As far as I know, over the past few years, is selling, even during the Wonder Woman craze, is selling more comic books for DC and in general than anybody other than Batman. And of course, she is made extra great through Batman, but also modern Batman is made extra great through Barbara Gordon. So we've got these four panels for Comic-Con. Black Canary looking great. Hunter's looking great. I actually like the really colorful art style. It's sort of anime. And then there's a Harley Quinn one, which looks super anime. Her hairstyle, the color scheme, the kisses, but the way they design her face doesn't exactly look like Margot Robbie. It's clearly Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn, but it also is drawing from the comic books. It's drawing from the the comic, uh, the animated series portrayal. It's drawing from you know the video game portrayals, but it's a very uh, you know different type of costume and look that again is very anime and hip that I think is great. And then you're going, here comes the fourth panel. This young Asian actress who they must absolutely love to play a not well-known Batgirl as Cassandra Cain and an unknown actress 
from another country, you know, to be, you know, not the Barbara Gordon, who's one of the most famous characters in all of comic books. And what is the fourth panel? What is the fourth panel? The fourth panel is just the freaking Birds of Prey poster, again, with Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, actually Margot Robbie, looking psychotic, with butterflies in colors, like a twisted Taylor Swift photo shoot, but way less appealing than a Taylor Swift photo shoot, with the Birds of Prey, colon, and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn in the DC booth on Saturday at 6.15 cosplay meetup. So, you're a young girl, and you want to do DC cosplay, and you're not into Star Wars, or like you like Rey, you know, or you like Jin, or whatever, you like Princess Leia, and maybe you also like Captain Marvel, and you like Gamora and Black Widow, but you also like DC, and you like Harley Quinn, and maybe you watch the cartoons, and the CW shows, and you see Black Canary, and Huntress, you're going cosplay, okay, where's Batgirl? Still no fucking Batgirl. They have four panels. Literally, they've been hiding Batgirl. They've said she's going to be young, unknown, barely in the movie. They're not promoting her. They're specifically not promoting her. So they they, they specifically picked not a famous Batgirl like Barbara Gordon. They specifically are casting a wrong age and an actress who appears to have no experience in hiding her. But here was their chance to do at least a cool anime style, you know, hand-drawn poster um, or, or, you know, semi-hand-drawn, semi-CGI, semi-photorealistic poster of your version of 15-year-old Asian Barbara Gordon. I'm sorry, Cassandra Kane. I can't help it. But no, the For the Pain is just more Harley Quinn being Harley Quinn. And, and you know, I mean, it was already a, a, a kind of a joke of a character that Margot Robbie made amazing in Suicide Squad. And is the main reason, as I've said over and over again, Suicide Squad 2 is getting made is yes, they got James Gunn. And yes, they made more money on the first than they thought. And based on reviews, and yes, a lot more people liked it, but it was definitely mostly Harley. And so now, I don't know if Margot Robbie's lost her damn mind, or DC's lost their damn mind, or who the fuck's lost their damn mind. Someone, or some people, have lost their damn mind, because they revealed the four panels, and even if the young Asian girl could not make it to New York City Comic Con, you were telling me you could not have replaced the Harley Quinn frame of the four with a Batgirl picture? Even it looks something like the Batgirl, but it's a young Asian girl playing Cassandra Kane as Batgirl? Like, what the fuck are they thinking? And the problem is, Marco Robbie, let's put it this way, if Marco Robbie's behind this, and this experiment goes horribly wrong, she will be fine, because she could walk away tomorrow. Let's say Batgirl's terrible. Let's say Suicide Squad 2 is terrible, which would be even more of a shocker and a disappointment. Margot Robbie, already nominated for awards, a young, brilliant actress who is a chameleon, could easily walk away from this and have a great career. Whereas Mary Elizabeth Winstead, as the Huntress, and Journey Smollett Bell's Black Canary, great castings, their careers might hinge on this succeeding. And more so, the future of DC, and especially Batman, with a great director, Matt Reeves, and the great casting, and Robert Pattinson, could be affected negatively by this, especially when the CW and other DC television shows keep casting versions. I mean, we're about to get a second Huntress in the Arrowverse, on CW, after the first one was great in the first season, they wrote her off, and now we're getting another Huntress, who looks totally different, who acts totally different, mere months before we get who should be the definitive Huntress, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, as the Huntress in fucking Birds of Prey.
it's already confusing. They already should be consolidating on great actresses. Instead, they're spreading their money around to mostly unknowns or indie, you know, people like Winstead and, and Smollett Bell, who, who I, I'm thrilled are, are getting roles. At some point, DC, you need to make up your mind. Are you going to care about films whatsoever? Or is it just going to be another wall for you to throw shit at, like the CW, like Gotham, like the DC streaming service? And yes, you're hitting it at the park in shows like Pennyworth, uh, which are going to be critically acclaimed as well as, you know, uh, loved by, by audiences like my dad, who's normally not into that stuff. But, I mean, you're not going to stumble across a Gal Gadot Every day. It's undeniable Ben Affleck was a terrible choice in retrospect for Batman, not because he did a bad job, but because it's clear he was too old and too mentally unstable to take on that role for a long period of time. And so now they're having to completely rejigger it. Remember, remember, guys, remember, remember the 4th of November. Batman v Superman, which came out in 2016, started the process in 2012, 2013, when the new Batman comes out with, with Robert Pattinson, directed by Matt Reeves, which should be great. It's 2021. Eight years later, it took for them to have to correct that whole situation. Zack Snyder, you know, like, walked blindly into Gal Gadot and somehow discovered greatness in Gal Gadot, and I have to give Zack Snyder credit for it. Henry Cavill has been horribly misused by Snyder in Batman v Superman and Man of Steel, and I'm thrilled for Henry. I think I'm going to be thrilled with Henry Cavill as The Witcher, in The Witcher, Geralt, and he'll really be able to show his stuff, because when he's smiley Superman in Justice League, or even like a corny, fun, you know, good guy, bad guy, good guy guy, and that shit impossible, he's a lot of fun, and I think, you know, in addition to his great good looks, actually has some charisma, but the difference between him and Chris Hemsworth, Henry Cavill, that is, is Chris Hemsworth has been coddled and babied and given amazing materials, even in bad Thor movies, but the good Thor movies, and even more so the Avengers movies, and the Thor and Avengers movies going forward, Chris Hemsworth, who is a better actor, it seems like, than Henry Cavill, but has not been lots of bombs, the Huntsman, the Moby Dick movie, um, other than Rush, I mean, Men in Black with Tessa Thompson, it, it, they were already stars together in Marvel, spectacularly bombed in the box office, I mean, Many of us saw that as a lame nostalgia reboot, but still, you'd think some people would go see Men in Black with Chris Hemsworth. Nope. But in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, he's getting great material. Henry Cavill did not get great material, and now he's gone, and, and I think in much better care with the Witcher team on Netflix, uh, you know, as their giant Game of Thrones property, but I think going to be way better. You're not going to stumble Disney, I'm sorry, DC Comics across a Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn or Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman every day. And, it, it, I mean, is it possible, guys, that they're actually avoiding Barbara Gordon because in a lot of ways, more than Wonder Woman and Harley Quinn, she is not only one of, if not their most uh, important female character for the young fan base, historically and in the modern age, and selling more comics than anyone other than Batman. They just don't know what to do with her. I mean, look... You guys know Jessica Jones is my superhero. Jessica Jones season one, my favorite season of television ever. I can't stand JJ two or three, but Kristen Ritter undoubtedly is one of the great television castings of all time. It was amazing in the Defenders, and the problems with two and three again had to do specifically with writing and the producers and executive producers who were overseeing that writing. But they jumped into it with Jessica Jones and Kilgrave. That's what made season one so great. They said, "Hey, this is a Marvel story about a disturbed woman who's been raped and mind controlled, and we're going to talk about rape and mind control in the Marvel property when it's normally rainbows and daisies and sunflowers for you know for." 
light years in Guardians of the Galaxy or Captain Marvel. How cosmic and popcorny the Marvel is. Nope. Jessica Jones, we're talking about rape, mind control, PTSD, and actually killing bad guys because they're so bad, like Kilgrave, and it's powerful, you must kill them when Batman won't do it, except in The Killing Joke, which famously almost killed Barbara Gordon for no reason, which brings me back to the rant, and honestly, guys, I was not going to do this, and I'm actually doing this because I'm going to continue my Haley Steinfeld-a-thon to say, fuck you to DC, but also to celebrate Haley, I think, coming to Marvel sooner than later with a long-term deal. I did Bumblebee. I'm definitely doing Edge of 17. As of this recording, I'm either going to be doing Edge of 17 or Spider-Verse. Now, I was going to do Edge of 17 first, because that was definitely going to be so low, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to get Ritter or Alistair and company on in time to do Spider-Verse, and I love Spider-Verse, and she was great in Spider-Verse. Haley, for all her great looks and great voice, she's a pop star, she's a movie star, gonna be a TV star in the Dickinson Show, winning awards, gonna be winning more awards, gonna make money and fame and be amazing, along with Tom Holland is the future of the Avengers. Thank God they brought back Tom Holland. This is another reason if Sony and Marvel can settle their differences over Spider-Man, which looked like it was over, even though... Everybody on all sides of the argument realized that Tom Holland, you know, in the Avengers universe, even if Sony still owns him technically, and we have Spidey movies and we have Venom movies and Spider-Verse movies, well, Venom did great, and so did Spider-Verse. Venom did great financially. Even, I think, people who like Venom and Spider-Man would admit it was all Tom Hardy and probably made more money than it should. Nevertheless, Spider-Verse didn't make a ton of money, but won all the awards, and is considered, other than Batman the Animated Series and what came out of that, the most transcendent work of animated superhero we've ever seen on screen with Sony, so if Sony and Marvel can get over their fucking problems with each other and get Spidey back in the MCU where he belongs where even non-Spider-Man fans like me I love fucking Tom Holland, as I said he is my my male Haley Steinfeld, he's the guy you look at his career from age 16 17 onwards and you're like, this guy's a star he's doing the Spider-Man movies Tom Holland's personality, relationship with Tony Stark, and chemistry with Carol Danvers, Captain America, and everyone he comes across in the MCU and his own movies, and just being an Avenger, but doing Spider-Man things and doing Peter Parker stuff, you know, has already elevated him as one of the major characters they had to bring him back. Sony saw no choice. And, 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 you know, and I don't know who ate more crow in the negotiations. Marvel saying, okay, maybe we were pushing too hard, and Sony saying, maybe we pushing too I don't know. I don't fucking care. Spider-Man's back. These are two different companies who are competitors. If they can make Spider-Man happen, but within DC Comics, they can't come up with a half-decent representation of Barbara Gordon visually for the birth it's a Prey movie that's not even Barbara Gordon, but it's Cassandra Kane, and we've got Black Canary, Huntress, Harley Quinn, and also Starling, starring Harley Quinn. I mean, this sums it up, guys. This sums it up. Go to DC Comics' website. Go to their Facebook or Twitter page. It's literally four frames of the Birds of Prey. Three that look great with Harley, Huntress, and Black Canary, but instead of Barbara Gordon, who should be the lead character in Crux, or at least Batgirl of any sort being the lead character in the Crux, nope. And it's just a Birds of Prey poster with Harley looking weird and crazy. And, Har- uh, you know, Harley Quinn, have you lost your mind? Margot Robbie, have you lost your goddamn mind? DC Comics, DC Films, Warner Brothers. Well, this is a stupid question. 
And I almost also didn't do this podcast because DC is constantly making bad decisions, especially after making good decisions. And so maybe I am giving them more airtime than they deserve. But I saw these posters and I'm like, this looks great. You put a young redheaded Barbara Gordon, even if she's Asian or black with a red wig, it doesn't matter. Cast anyone. Zendaya, Jessica Henwick, Chloe Bennett. I mean, literally anybody young and talented who's recognizable but has establishment as Barbara Gordon. Gordon or Cassandra Kane or Stephanie Brown or literally any Batgirl. There's no Batgirl at the Birds of Prey promotion. They're specifically hiding Batgirl, putting her on ice, which is the main criticism of the killing joke was it put Barbara Gordon on ice and then the refrigerator for an extended period of time. They've now solved that and surprise, surprise, now with the new 52 and Rebirth, Batgirl is selling tons of comics in multiple lines of comics with Batgirl and the Birds of Prey and she's with Supergirl and she's with Batman appearing all over the place clearly their biggest seller an obvious sell you cast Robert Pattinson brilliantly out of nowhere but it makes total sense as a new Batman and you don't even have the guts or know-how or balls or anything to cast a great Batgirl Barbara Gordon or otherwise so the point was I'm going to go into a much more positive place here in a second after I cool off guys thank you for joining me in my Batgirl rant of I was going to say the week of the day and I'm excited to do Haley Steinfeld. I think I'm going to do Spider-Verse is what I'm saying, because the return of Spider... Let's put it this way. You don't know what you've got till it's gone. I still haven't seen either Spider-Man all the way through, but Spider-Man in Civil War and both Avengers movies are extreme highlights for me. I love Tom Holland, and I was getting to, like Haley Steinfeld, who keeps getting cast in bigger and bigger, more interesting roles, Tom Holland in the Uncharted movie, is that's for sure going to be the first really, really, really excellent um, video game movie that ties directly in with the video games, but as a prequel does a much better job than Alicia Vikander and Tomb Raider. Now, I will say Tomb Raider has getting a second movie. Brittany liked it a lot more than me. Brittany Brickgirl is a big Tomb Raider fan. I thought the movie was very stock, but after doing commentary for Bumblebee, I'm not sure I can argue Bumblebee's a much better movie than Tomb Raider. It just appealed to me more, but I am glad we are getting a sequel to Tomb Raider, hopefully with much better writing and direction Overall, with a great lead character like Alicia Vikander as a more complicated and younger Lara Croft, they're going to nail it. I think, again, with Bumblebee, Travis Knight, who's direct now directing Uncharted, I think they're going to nail uh, that character of young Nathan Drake much earlier on, um, and Tom Holland having played a superhero, which Alicia Vikander hadn't done. I mean, Alicia Vikander had won an Oscar and played, you know, Ava and Ex Machina, extremely demanding roles, but she hadn't been a superhero. So Tom Holland's already a superhero, making jokes. Now he's going to be a superhero, making jokes, playing Nathan Drake, who's based on, Joss Phil- uh, on Nathan Fillion, who was made famous... Uh, and classic as Malcolm Reynolds by Joss Whedon, who is the master of the swashbuckling, lovable pirates, you know, who are doing bad things. Let's be bad guys, but are making jokes the whole time and end up saving the world. Joss Whedon's the master of it, and th- now they're giving it to Tom Holland. He knows exactly what he's doing, because all of his Russo movies appearance in Civil War and Avengers have been amazing. So that was actually what spurred this on, and what's going to lead me to do my Spider-Verse commentary. Thank you so much for joining me. I know I've been ranting a lot, 
you know, I, I, I at first it kind of felt good to get this rant out, but as this continues to spiral into just bullshit, it doesn't matter if it's okay or bad. It's just absolute nonsense and bullshit that makes no sense from DC. You know, they're bringing 12 Supermans and a thousand Flashes into the CW, which has no budget and not that much of a following. And in the movies, they're not even casting their best characters or in the case of Wonder Woman 1, tried to sabotage the best parts of Wonder Woman one and patty jenkins had to fight for it like no man's land they screw up that baby superman suicide squad succeeded despite their best efforts to ruin it and that was actually going to get better because of james gunn and yes margot robbie and everyone else involved dc's got everything going for it aquaman made a billion dollars again i eat crow i was so wrong i thought an aquaman was going to bomb for sure even though i liked the young characters in the movie i haven't seen it but and I, most of the people i've talked to have just said it's okay it still made a billion Shazam overperformed. Their streaming service is doing great. I don't understand that. It doesn't make sense. And this is the uh, if learning about DC trying to for some reason nix the No Man's Land scene and Wonder Woman one in 2017, which. Even at the time, you're going, this is maybe the best six to eight minutes of superhero stuff, period, in any universe we've ever seen on screen in terms of both action and emotion. With Wonder Woman going across the fields, fighting machine guns with a shield in her guts, baby. Your giant balls. I'm sorry. You know, I mean, Wonder Woman, in, in the parlance of her times, to quote Lebowski, uh, you know, it's huge balls. Wonder Woman jumps on the battlefield against everyone telling her not to, ends up saving the situation, at least temporarily, in completely revolutionized female characters two years before Captain Marvel. And now we've got Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie. And now we've got Elizabeth Olsen. Well, I, you know, I've been saying Elizabeth Olsen since Ultron in 2015, but now it's confirmed Elizabeth Olsen is one of their lead characters with Wanda and, and so forth going forward. So now we've got the female Avengers, and it looks like Haley Steinfeld, who DC Comics completely missed out on uh, in any role. They had forever to sign her. Completely blew it. Marvel's going to take her because DC's too stupid and up their own asses. And I don't know... You know, again, Margot Robbie, have you lost your damn mind? Or DC Films slash Warner Brothers, have you lost your damn mind? I want to believe it's DC Films and Warner Brothers who have lost their damn mind and not Margot Robbie. Um, because she seems, uh, first of all, even though she's still very young, you know, and looks very young, she's, you know, she's not 19. She's been through things. She's been in good movies, bad movies, huge budget movies, tiny budget movies. She's done it all. She's mostly been amazing. She seems super smart and down to earth and just sweet. And so I refuse to believe this is just an ego trip by Marco Robbie. And despite some insinuations to the contrary in recent Bizzlecast, I actually, the more I look at this and think about this, and I'm looking at the four posters of Black Canary, The Huntress, Harley Quinn, and Becker, oh no, more Harley Quinn, no Batgirl, in the Birds of Prey, which is Batgirl's team, historically and concurrently, as Barbara Gordon, but even as other characters, I don't think it's Margot Robbie's fault. I think DC Films, again, stumbled into greatness with Wonder Woman, with Gal Gadot and Patty Jenkins. They accidentally stumbled into a billion dollars with Aquaman, in my opinion, based on what I've heard and seen. And here, they just, again, have no idea what they're doing. And the people I feel worst about, because like I said, Margot Robbie will be able to walk away from this and win a bunch more Oscars. And the people whose careers really depend on this are Journey Smollett-Bell and Mary Elizabeth Winstead, 
who if you see them, you will know that you've seen them in cool movies, horror movies, superhero movies, spoofs of superhero movies, like Scott Pilgrim uh, with Mary Liz Winston. I mean, again, Judy Smollett-Bell is, is a decorated young African-American actress. They're in their early 30s. Usually women like this are already successful in their mid-20s. Sometimes it takes a while for traction, though. You know, Kristen Ritter blew up as Jessica Jones. She's in her mid-30s. She's like my age. So it happens for different times for people. But if Smollett-Bell and Elizabeth Winstead get run over because of this DC Films Warner Brothers train of shit and disasters, I will be actually way more angry than anything having to do with Haley Steinfeld and especially Barbara Gordon or other Batgirls, Cassandra Kane, whoever, because I am an actor person, first and foremost. Yes, a lot of female badasses, but you know, I love my dudes. Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, I love, I mean, I love all the Chrises. You know, I mean, Chris Pine is a spectacular actor. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm Henry Cavill, I support. I'm thrilled for Robert Padsid. I know why he's a heartthrob, and I can see it. I think he's hot, too. He's going to be hot, sexy, smoldering Batman. I mean, everyone's going to love Robert Pattinson, and men are going to have a crush on him whether they want to admit it or not. They didn't need to make the hot, red-headed, 21-year-old Barbara Gordon. It could have been 16-year-old Asian Barbara Gordon, but show her to us. Especially, you, you, you're doing anime art. Oh, my God. The more I think about this, you have an Asian a bad girl with anime art, and you're not even showing her off. So you're stealing from her culture, potentially. I mean, she's multicultural Asian, but still, you're stealing from East Asian culture, and you're not even showing your main character, Batgirl, who is Asian, who you're hiding literally in a refrigerator, like Batgirl, post the killing joke, this is a disaster, fuck you Warner Brothers, fuck you DC Films, and Margaret Robbie, Margaret Robbie, I know, I've said some stuff, I know I said you lost your damn mind, but... I am praying that you can salvage this the same way you salvaged Suicide Squad. Because without you, Suicide Squad 2 would not be happening. They wouldn't have gotten James Gunn away from Disney, at least temporarily. They wouldn't have gotten Nathan Fillion in a much better cast, in a bigger budget, and just a better vision. Without you, it would have not happened. And it's possible Birds of Prey wouldn't have happened. But it was supposed to be Batgirl and then the Birds of Prey and then the Gotham City Sirens and then I'll come together with Harley at the core with Margot Robbie producing it, all of which I was behind, but they're going ass backwards again. So you have Batman v Superman all over again where your best character, Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot, both in that movie and going forward, indisputably, as Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman has 10 minutes on screen and your least good characters, Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill, who aren't even allowed to act in those movies because they're so dark and depressing and emotionless. So you're going, but you haven't even introduced them properly in their solo movies. And now you're doing this with the birds of prey. I've said, I almost hope this movie fails. I can't go fully and see. I hope this movie fails because I am rooting for Bell and Winstead and the little people and all the people on the production team and the art team and the film team and the sound team and the pre-production team and the post-production team and the marketing team and the PR team. Literally the thousand other people involved in this project I am rooting for because I know you guys have love for this, but if Warner Brothers is sabotaging this from the top, Consciously or not, unfortunately, there's not much you can do, even the top actresses in this film who aren't named Margot Robbie. So I hope they save and can somehow salvage at least Black Canary and Huntress from this movie. And, you know... The big thing, and I'll honestly end here, is I'm constantly defending Disney in more extreme ways to people because I'm like, 
you can hate the mouse in some of Disney's approaches and the over popcorn nature of the Marvel movies and the fact that they keep remaking the same movies in live action, Aladdin and Lion King and blah, blah, blah. And I get all of that. And I don't even like Pixar. I don't like their animation division these days. I like the old school animation. And I don't need to see Aladdin and Lion King again because I love the old school animation of those movies. I can't defend any of that. The bottom line is they're putting out the stuff with the best reviews and the best audience reception across the board, 80 to 90 percent in these kinds of long term decisions. Um, and, and, you know, but short term thinking we're getting with this birds of prey situation is just representative of it. And so if Wonder Woman 2 and Aquaman 2 end up sustaining the DC universe on screen long term, then God bless them. Jason Momoa, Amber Heard, and Gal Gadot and so forth. But they are not doing themselves any favors. And I will end by saying Alistair Reynolds, uh, my contributor for many years, who was off for a while. Now he's back on. It's been great having him back. We've never lost touch. He's the biggest DC fan ever. He loved the new Joker movie. He really liked Aquaman, which he didn't expect to like, because he actually grew up an Aquaman fan, and the Jason Momoa portrayal has nothing to do with with that, but he still liked it. He loves Shazam. He loves the new DC service, but he told me numerous times on and off air that all the signs are pointing to, if not immediate, then near to medium term you know, self-destruction of Warner Brothers on the big screen, and they should just give up the, the, the whole thing to Disney, Marvel, and Star Wars, which is saying a lot coming from a guy like that. But on top of that is very scary because now we've got the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Star Wars coming to television with their talent and their money and their brains and their great casting and their great directors and so forth in the TV shows. I mean, The Mandalorian is a who's who of directors. And now Deborah Chow, who directed The Mandalorian and Jessica Jones, by the way, as well as a number of brilliant series, Man in the High Castle, iRobot. I mean, it's one of the most acclaimed series the last five, ten years. Young Asian American woman. Boom. She's directing the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. People didn't even think it was happening a month ago. It was confirmed. Obi-Wan's happening with Ewan. Now we got Deborah Chow, one of the best young directors. F- fuck female and Asian. One of the best young directors, period, who's already had experience working on The Mandalorian with Dave Filoni, J- Favreau, Taika Waititi, and all those people. Kathleen Kennedy. I mean, DC, you are fucked. You are really fucked. And the fact that you had the big, the first major female character in Wonder Woman, and you also got to the streaming service before Disney is not going to help you whatsoever, because between the Disney streaming service with the MCU and Star Wars coming to streaming and television, mixed with the female Avengers that they keep adding to, not only with Tessa Thompson, Scarlet Witch, and Zoe Saldana, and so forth, but, you know, Haley Steinfeld, and DC should have signed to literally anything. I mean, she would have been as Black Canary or Huntress or Harley. I mean, literally sign someone like that to anything. Sign talent. You are not signing talent. You deserve to fail. And I hope this movie fails. Um, what I was going to say, I hope this movie fails despite being sad for these young actresses who deserve to succeed, but it's not actually going to send a signal to DC one way or the other whether they succeed or fail. They seem totally tone deaf to both the reviews and the numbers and the complaints of the fans and the requests of the fans, whereas Marvel's is extremely responsive. Even Sony, again, which is why Spider-Man is back now, because they are sensitive to the fans. And like when James Gunn was fired, the fan base erupted in anger when Spider-Man was being taken out of the MCU. Warner Brothers can't even work it out among themselves. DC Films, not comics, DC Films, you're pathetic, you're worthless, you deserve to fail. As a studio... I mean, I thought Paramount and Universal was bad, and Fox was bad, but now they're in Disney. 
you guys are fucking the worst. You guys are the fucking worst. You killed Batgirl. You've wasted tons of opportunities to promote young actresses and actors with talent who people like with much better roles in much better movies, much better characterizations. You have failed this city. Also, give me a Green Arrow movie. Thank you for listening to the Ramp Bizzlecast listeners. Uh, my commentary, I, I, this is actually going to help my commentary because I got all the anger. I'm already smiling at myself. I'm like, oh my god, over a half hour of yelling about how angry I am about DC, which I don't even care about outside of Barbara Gordon and Wonder Woman. But then you can see, of course, because I love Barbara Gordon and Wonder Woman so much, I mean, I do love Batman. I know Batman's always going to get his due one way or the other. And so if they screw up Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman because of marketing and promotion are meddling with the film on top of this, um, it's done. It's over. I will continue to buy DC Comics because I love reading Babs and some Batman, but I am done with DC, maybe on all screens, including the streaming service, which I'm trying to get into. I still don't like it feels just like the bloodier, you know, more adult, but still CWE, CW type stuff. We'll see. I might get into it, but DC on screen, you are a mess. You are a joke, and I'm not rooting for Disney because I'm a mouse. Homer, I'm rooting for Disney because they are running their business in, in, in a way that makes you seem like a pastrami shop in 1930s Queens, New York, you know, who's making five thirty nine a week and paying their employees five cents, making pastrami. I mean, that's where you are, and they're the company that is shipping, you know, the high-quality beef all over the planet. I mean, you can't even get a cut of good beef. You're so pathetic. You suck. DZ Films, please, Margot Robbie, don't be this your fault. Save this, at least temporarily, until someone smart can get in charge of that situation. It might not be possible. Thank you for listening, Bizzlecast listeners. Have more news coming soon on the Marvel and DC front. I'll definitely be getting back to Star Wars. This has obviously been dominating my coverage, but I clearly feel strong about it. Hope you have enjoyed all my commentaries and continue to enjoy my commentaries um, as I go through some you know non-traditional movies as well as my Rebels commentaries with Simi. Alistair and I are going to do one. I don't know what yet. Jason and I are going to do at least one. It'll probably be like Batman Begins or something. I don't know what it is. We will see. Um, But thank you as always. And, uh, you know, may the Force be with you guys and, and so forth. I mean, you know, that's just like your opinion and all. But may the Force be with you. And the dude, I mean, the Bizzle is out.